Welcome, welcome back to Man Listen. This show is dedicated to breaking down relationship dynamics using open, clear, conscious, concise, and honest conversation. Listen, uh, we're going into session three of our Battle of Assessors. Um, these guests, you've seen them before. I'm going to go around the room, allow them to introduce themselves. Ladies, you first. Well, I'm Ray. <laughs> What's up, Ray? What's up? Tell them, tell the people about you a little bit. All right. Well, I am um, originally from New Orleans, Louisiana. I've been in Orlando for ten years now. I am a business consultant and an entertainer. Mm. Moving right along. Go ahead. All right, guys. I am Cherry, uh, Florida girl, born and raised. I am an entrepreneur. Uh, have a new business unfolding here shortly. We'll talk about that at the end of the show. Uh, okay. That's where we are. What, what you doing now, though? Like, you, you, you say you're an entrepreneur, but that's have so many different labels behind that entrepreneur. So let the people know what you actually do. All right. So in 2016, I became a licensed caterer. Okay. Uh, right. A chef, as well as owning my own catering company. Uh, 2021, I opened an investment firm that's going to be dedicated more to real estate, building my portfolio and rental properties. And I'm about to be into podcasting. Come on now, listen. Okay. Listen. Yeah. Oh, see, you know what? Never mind. Anyway, moving <laughs> right on. <laughs> to my left is my man. Go ahead and introduce yourself for the people. Listen, it's no introduction needed. You already know who I am. That's it. No, I'm just <laughs> Yeah, what's going on, y'all? This is classic. A.K.A. DJ Classic. Um, oh man, what <laughs> what don't I do? Mm. All right, so um, I own a beauty salon. I am a nail instructor, nail artist, producer, DJ, and promoter. Ooh, My man got many hats right now. <laughs> Listen. Yeah, we we're gonna talk about this. <laughs> I wear them all. <laughs> well, at the end at the end of the show, we'll let everybody know where they can meet you. Uh, we did have two other guests that were supposed to be on. Unfortunately, they had some work engagements that they weren't able to make it. But we're gonna move on. We're gonna move on. So, Battle of the Sexes session three. Uh, we heard from the women. The women actually sat down and told us everything that they had issues with when it comes to dealing with men in this world. And then we heard from the men. The men gave us the same thing. So now we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about a little bit about uh, accountability, right? Accountability is important. I like that word. Ah, it's very important. Love so it. ladies, what does accountability look like for you? What is accountability for you? What is accountability? Come on now. Everybody has their own definitions. We know that. But what is it for you? <clears throat> so I'll tell you for me only because I'm literally dealing with it. Okay. Um, I thought I had a great weekend. Apparently he felt different. Mm. Um, there was a point where he felt like I was talking to him, like talking at him <laughs> versus, okay. you know, right. I was a little inebriated or uh -huh. whatnot. Um, drunk I don't mind <laughs> speaks a sober tongue. Listen, a drunk mind speaks a sober tongue. Yeah. Listen, the that's the comes truth. Out. That's the truth. Go ahead. I don't recall the situation being the same as he does. Okay. All right, but it's to the point now where we are raising e each other's voices. Uh, so clearly, it's serious. Clearly, we feel some type of way. So all day today, I, I had to clear my whole schedule mm. because this was bothering me. Okay. And I had to take accountability for whatever he was telling me, even though I didn't like it. Ah. It's still bothering me. Okay. So he told you about yourself. <laughs> I can see it in her face. And you have to own it because you got to be like, you know what? 
You know how yeah, women you might have been right about that one. You know how women say they want a dude to check them, right? But in until that way, until a dude check them, right? So two weeks ago, oh okay, <laughs> it's the way it's the way we check you, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> two weeks yeah, ago, I was in a very different mindset. Okay. And now today, I'm having to tell y'all a testimony because yeah, he checked me today, and I was like, who are you talking to? Mm. Like talking to you. And then it's the way he said it that let me know, don't play with me. Uh. So you don't have to check a woman. You don't even have to train or tame her. But there's a way, no different than a mom with a child. Right. We say certain things and we look. Right. Men can do that, too, and we'll snap right to it. Oh. oh. I, I didn't know. Oh. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I hear that, right? There's a way to check a woman. So, yeah, accountability sucks. Um. <laughs> when it's done right, it sucks. Come on, Ray. What's accountability for you? Um, accountability for me is re- taking responsibility of your actions. Uh. Um, essentially, yeah, I think that if someone tells you, it's always difficult to hear about yourself. Right. Um, and it's sometimes it's even more difficult to hear about yourself if you don't feel the same way that that person's presenting. Mm. Um, like she said, I thought we had a great weekend. I feel something <laughs> completely different. Yeah. So um, even when you're not feeling like what is being stated to you, accountability is still just ingesting the information that's being given to you right. and sitting and taking a moment to think or just listen instead of just always responding because mm. you can somehow find where that error could have occurred. Yeah. I could dig that. Um, I could dig that. What's up, Classic? What's going accountability, on? man. What does that look like for you? Um. I have a really good friend. She's also um, one of my business partners as well. And she said um, something really interesting about accountability. Okay. When she gets in new relationships, she said, um, tell me about your last relationship, what you did wrong. <laughs> okay. You know, and so I say that to say that accountability for me is not always... Um, whether a person is necessarily right or wrong mm. in a particular situation. But in every every time something goes wrong within a situation or relationship, there's always something that you can take away from it mm. that will help you to try to understand what it is that you could have done better. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? And I think part of taking accountability is not just and this is kind of adding to what you guys were saying. It's not just acknowledging what you did wrong, but accountability is actually taking action to Mm -hmm. correct that wrong. Mm. Yes. You know, because a lot of times we just say, we can say sorry to shut people up. Right. You know? No, it's true. uh, Yeah. I don't want to argue. Listen, you're right. I'm wrong. I'm going to leave it alone. Right. Right. Uh, But that's not really accountability. Mm. You know, accountability is, you know, going back, admitting you were wrong about a certain thing, or if we just made them feel like a certain right. way. It, right. We may not have said or done anything right. wrong. That my actions is, made you I feel made you certain, feel that yeah, way. Exactly. You know, so um, accountability is, is again, uh, admitting to the way you made somebody feel. Right. And then working hard to correct that wrong so that it doesn't happen again. So I think <laughs> in the full spectrum, that's what accountability really is. Nice. Listen, and all of you guys are correct. Um, the thing is about accountability that I feel, and this is only speaking for self, is that accountability is just being accountable for your actions in every situation, no matter what. Right. You know what I'm saying? Even if you feel like you didn't do anything wrong, it's about recognizing that my actions caused a response. 
no matter what the response was, maybe the response was irrational. Maybe, oh, you just tripping. Maybe you on that bullshit. But at the end of the day, my, the way I move triggered a response. So accountability is that owning that. Even if you did everything right in the situation and you got played, Mm-hmm. You have to take accountability for your actions in that situation. Right. I got played because I allowed myself to get played. Right. I gave you the opportunity to it. You just did what you felt was best for you, and I gave you the opportunity to do that. So I take accountability of being that person in that in that situation. But at the end of the day, I also take accountability of moving on when I need to move the fuck on. Yeah. Right? Right. Like, that's, that's also One of the things, one of my favorite sayings to say is, you are free to choose, but you are not free from the consequences of your choices. Right. Um, I love that because it allows me to hold myself accountable to things. There are times where obviously we've all had our heart broken. Right. And in that moment, you can't see um, the roles that you may have played, that mm-hmm. doesn't mean that it's okay for somebody to dog you out. No. However, we do train people to how treat to, us. How, to, how we want to be treated, so right. right. If one of my deal breakers was something and I and you did that and I stayed, I've now trained you that you can right. break all my Absolutely. deal breakers. Right. Yeah. So right. And that me staying would be a consequence of my choice, or that would be a consequence 100%. of my choice. And here's the thing is that our deal breakers, one thing I like about deal breakers is our deal breakers are only your deal breakers when we break the deal. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Other than that, it's just something we don't like. I don't like that you did that. But it's not a deal breaker because it didn't break our deal. It didn't break what the covenant that we created between each other. I love covenant. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when Such you create, when you create a covenant <laughs> with somebody, you create a connection <laughs> with somebody. It's all about accepting that attachment or that connection that you created, no matter how it looks. You know what I'm saying? It's so many people that get so mad. It was like, oh. My God, all she did was play me. All she wanted from me was sex. But you knew that. You knew that from the beginning. Y'all ain't do shit else but sex. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, take accountability that that's the role that you put yourself in. You can't get mad at her for wanting to establish a different boundary with somebody else that she has for you because what you agreed to in the beginning is what she rolled with until the end. That's it. I think think in a lot of... um, did I cut you off? No, go ahead, bro. I think in a lot of situations that does hold true. Mm. Um, but there are certain situations where a person presents a version of themselves that you didn't see before. Mm. You know? Mm. Elaborate. Uh, however, I do also feel that there are signs that a lot of us ignore because we get caught up in the emotional side of it and what what this can be. Right. You know, and you get so blindsided by what this could be that you completely ignore all things until you have a chance to step back away from the situation. Maybe you break up or whatever the case may be. And then you're like, damn, I didn't see that. Well, why do we have to step back? Why can't we see the potential in our relationships and still live in the present moment of our relationship? I can be in the present moment of who I'm dealing with and I can still see the potential but I also recognize what they are right now. You see what I'm saying? I've seen a quote that says, sometimes you could be the right person for somebody who's not ready for the right person. And there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You, I could be the right person for somebody who's not ready to handle what I bring to the table. The thing is, is that do I take the accountability to acknowledge, okay, she may not be ready. 
but I still want this. Can I be patient enough? Can I put my time in? Can I be understanding enough to know that she's moving this way because she's not ready, but this is what I want? You see what I'm saying? That's what accountability is. This is what I want. I'm going to pursue what I want. Where she is may not be where I want her to be, but I'm taking accountability for my actions because this is what I want. So if it doesn't work itself out the way I want it to work itself out, I can't get mad at her because she was moving in the way that she was moving for her development, no matter what it is that I wanted at the time. But I think women are more susceptible to doing that than men are. Oh, please, stop. I was going to say that, too. Oh, Classic, <laughs> stop. I, I'm, uh, you You're know, supposed to be listen, on my side today. Are, listen, accountability, you, you right? Okay. Stop. Go ahead. As a matter of fact, before. Nah, before, go ahead. No, nah, I want to hear. It, I want to hear that point. Nah, no, go, go ahead. ahead. Let, let let you go ahead. No, I just feel like you know women are more susceptible to getting a man and allowing him to grow. Mm. In fact, we'll push y'all. Mm. In fact, we'll finance y'all. Mm. If y'all are doing the, the, the basic things for us or what we need to have happen, there's nothing that we won't do to see y'all accomplish y'all dreams. For the time. I don't think, And I also think it depends on the person you're dealing with. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay? There's a lot of people that we're in, um, coming in to daily interactions with that are microwavable. Right. They want the fasting right now. Right. Right. So it's also going to depend on who you're dealing with. But I believe men, on the other hand, are not that quick to financing a chick. There's this girl right now on Instagram. I think it's Christina Mackey. Okay. Maybe underscore Christina Mackey. Light skinned girl. Got braids. Very cute. Um, her skit right now is pick a bill. I'm pretty sure y'all have seen. I've, I've seen videos. it. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm very familiar. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I love a lot of her her thinking and her rhetoric. Why? <clears throat> because she's doing no different than a man. <laughs> See, right now in this wait, age, wait, 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 yeah, wait, 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 wait. Go back. Go back. Go back. Elaborate on so that. So right uh-huh. now in this age, women are making the same money as you, if not more. Okay. All right? Um, like I said, I'm an entrepreneur. I have several businesses in the work. Within the last two, I put together another one. Like, I'm moving. I don't have time to sit and wait for a dude that's working nine to five, and that's all the ambition he has. Uh, I don't even care if you're an entrepreneur, like if you want that ambition, but right. can you be doing something more than just going to work? That's expected. That's like school. You don't get a pass. Mm-hmm. That's what you're supposed to do. You know what? I'm going to stop you there. But the ones that's doing the extra work. I'm going to stop you there because we're going to get a little bit into what we were talking about Tell based on psychic. this series. Mm-hmm. Mm. So this series <laughs> is based on the issues that men have with women. All men. All all men have with women, no matter if they're, I don't know who's calling me right now. This is stupid. Listen, if you're calling me right now <laughs> on a busy. Monday, come on now. I'm you busy. You know what it is. Listen, so we talked about the issues that men have with women, and we talked about the issues that women have with men. And we're not just talking about romantic relationships. We're talking about brothers. We're talking about uncles. We're talking about fathers. We're talking about friends. Mm-hmm. We're talking about just in general. And one of the biggest things that women say that they have an issue with is men aren't ambitious enough. They're not ambitious enough. Uh, yeah, don't don't mind me. I've been drinking. <laughs> so, <laughs> men aren't ambitious That's enough. why you drink bourbon. So, what you're saying that, what you're, based on what you just said, men, are men ambitious enough for the women in today's society that you see? 
Now, I'm not speaking for all men because I haven't Speak dated for yourself. all men. Right. Um, nor am I speaking like, for all women. Do you feel like men are ambitious? No. Well, what about you, Ray? Um, hold on. Hold on, classic. I'm, right I'm, I'm going to let you respond to that. I got some shit to say. I know you do. <laughs> I know you do. I'm going to be honest. Um, for the past six years, I've been around very ambitious men, so mm. I I wouldn't agree you with can't, that. You can't that's just my circle, that. though. Right. Right. So, yeah, okay. That's not my circle. Okay. What is up, classic? When, so, when right. women say men aren't ambitious enough, what do you get from that? I mean, that's 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 relative. I mean, that's based mm-hmm. on your experience. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like um, and it goes, it ties in very well what you said, both of you, what you um, because you made a point that you have to recognize what you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. And if this is what you want, then you pursue that, right? And you have to see if this is something that you can deal with or not. Right. So based on your experience, right, and correct me if I'm wrong. My experience. Based on your experience, (laughs) you've dealt with men who aren't as ambitious as you would like them to be. However, Mm -hmm. what I do feel, what I find is the common thread with a lot of women is, and I'm not talking about no city girl. I'm talking about, all right, let me choose my next words carefully. <laughs> right, because you, yeah. you already know ain't no city not, girls in this, right. in this conversation. Right, no, what I'm talking about is women who are looking for something more. Right. You know, um, for me, like, I'm not the richest guy, you know, but one of the things that have has always been attractive to um, particularly a lot of women in my life is the fact that I am ambitious. Mm. So they see they don't they don't see what's in front of me now, but they see, all right, this is where classic is going. Right. I see that this is this is where he's going. I see that he's making strides to do that. So it goes back to your point that it's not that the guy has to be set, you right. know, but is that nine to five all you aspire to be? But wh- you know? what's wrong with, what's wrong with being that like this it's not good. Here's my it's, thing. It's, 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 just, it's just there's a let lot me just of say this, this point real quick. Go ahead. It's not that it's a problem. Right. The thing is, it's a problem for her. Ah, okay. You know what I'm saying? Because of how I'm moving. Because ah. of how she moves. No different than if yeah. he's that so, and that's why I say it's 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 so, relative. So here's my thing. This is my question. And this is this is strictly for women, honestly. Okay. If a man spends so much time and effort to get the nine to five. Cause it's hard. We spend a lot of time and effort to get to nine to five, and believe it or not, we are paid less than women in the same positions now. That's just real life. We are getting paid less in the same positions now because no one wants to feel like they're alienating women. Because I say this, I'm gonna say this all the time. I haven't had a job in like ten years. I'm gonna say know. this. All the time, (laughs) and I'm going to stick to this, and y'all can hate me if you want to, Mm -hmm. but gays and women get more rights than black men in this world, period. That's just honestly. That's period. You know what I'm saying? That's a totally different subject, but that's the truth. So if a man sit here and spent eight years in college to get his degree, to get his career for his (laughs) nine to five, Mm -hmm. and that's all he wants to do, do you feel like that's not ambition for you? So for me, um, ambition isn't necessarily a career move, money maker. I love how he started 
with the first thing he said, mm-hmm. which was, I'm not rich. Mm-hmm. He automatically took himself out of value being associated to him being a man. Right. Right? So ambition to me is not chasing a goal like that. Right. What are you doing for the community? Uh-huh. Like, it's important to me that the man I'm with is involved mm-hmm. or concerned about his community. Right. Something. Something more than himself, more than that nine to five. Are you going to church right. on a day? Or are you going to the gym? Yeah. What are you doing to self-improve and better yourself on a daily basis? Absolutely. You there see me go. working as hard as I'm doing. So it's not about monetary for me. Mm-hmm. It's about you see the drive. You right. see, you know, me and um, Casanova had a conversation last week. And I had told him I literally just quit my career. If y'all don't know, Casanova's my producer. He's right here. He's one of the owners of Culture Radio. Listen, this is my guy. Like, he's he's, he's taking care of me. There. That's my dude. So that's to suit it up. You know, that's so, my guy. So essentially, ambition is not, it's not just about the job. It's like, are you pursuing a better life overall for yourself? Right. Level. I made yeah. sure that I had financial streams of income coming in before I made this move. Okay. I literally, drop of a dime, woke up and said, I'm not working no more. So not for the rest of the year. So for you, so for you, if you have a guy that is solidified in his current position in life mm-hmm. and he doesn't want more, does that not work for you? Yeah, that's going to be a problem. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Because I'm not even a monetary okay. person, so there's no cap okay. on the, the money part of it, mm-hmm. but you're not growing. You're okay. not doing something more every day. What self-help books are you reading? And what? that's, that's <laughs> listen, community me, service me, are you listen. doing? That's, that's more than okay, uh-huh. because I, I come from that. Like, I remember when I, because I did very well in the corporate world, Okay. Mm-hmm. right? And I had to work my ass off. I remember I was working um, in the timeshare industry. And I went from, you know, being one of those, what they call OPCs in those hotels, selling the Disney tickets for, you know, $25 for two if you go on a tour. Yeah. Right. I went from that to running the whole marketing center hmm. at 25 years old. And for me, as a 25-year-old black man, they're not giving that job to me. Right. Period. So right. for me, being on that level was for myself at the time and in my mind an amazing accomplishment. So I went home and told my mother right. about it and this was her answer. She said, okay, so you're a house nigga now. Listen! That goes into my That's next... Exactly Listen, I'm said. glad he finished and that statement. I, from your mother, oh, 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 and classic, I respect it. Classic. I respect Listen, it. Listen, I appreciate that, man. I thank you so much for being that open with it. That goes into my next one. Are women, w- one of the biggest complaints that men have is women are too critical. Too critical. Critical. Are we talking women or black women? We're talking women. Women in general? In general. That's mm-hmm. one of the top complaints from men. Doesn't matter the gender, doesn't okay. matter the race. So I say gender for mm-hmm. a reason. Mm-hmm. Trust me, I said gender for a reason. But it doesn't matter the gender, act. doesn't matter <laughs> the race. But that's one of the <laughs> top complaints that men have when it comes to women. And that goes for heterosexual, homosexual. Can you give an example of just just one example of critical? It's not good enough. Okay, but can I ask a question? Mm. Um, At what point are women too critical? Because I feel like what happens is we be smooth sailing, baby. (laughs) And then here come the hiccups, here come the F-ups. 
and ain't nothing done to fix it, and then it's not enough. Well, we're not waiting we're, ta- we're, ta- we're not talking about making up after a mistake. No, we're no, no, talking no, no. about in general. No, because in general, what I'm asking that question because mm-hmm. generally speaking, in relationships that no longer exist for me, I I've only it, become it, it, I've only quick, become too critical <laughs> after you've fucked up. Oh, if so you will. so you're talking so, about you're talking you're talking from a, a perspective of projection, like you're become too critical after the fact because they're projecting. What do you themselves. Well, what do you mean by that? What that you've become too critical after, like so, when the so, relationship is over, then so you talk. I, no, 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 not when the relationship is over. Okay. So like, let's say we got two good years. Ray is just riding with you, baby. Like everything you're doing is perfect. Then you mess up, right? Mm-hmm. And then I tell you, hey, this is what I need for you to fix this, right? Or this is where I need for us to get in a better space. Right. But you're not doing it. So now, when I'm continuously repeating myself, I'm now becoming too critical. That's why I'm asking, when do women become too critical? Because I feel like the general consensus, if we all took a a bunch of men and women that were in relationships, I feel like there would be some type of... um, What's the word I'm looking so, for? There would be I'm, some type of pattern so, as to when women became So critical. here's the thing. I don't think in, we're critical from the jump. In your perspective, in your in, from your from your perspective, from things that you dealt with, it more sounds like that you became critical because you were repeating an issue that you had. But I'm not just even after you told them this is I'm the issue that you speaking. had. I'm I I'm saying I'm asking the specific question that I'm asking is at what point are women too critical or what's making us too critical because I feel like men really only complain about us being critical when we have to be critical. But what that we've but, driven the point home. But, yes. but, but what I'm saying, and this is what I was trying to say, it's like there's a lot of men that are out here. There's a lot of what men that are out here. Are you, ladies, are you Sorry. Done? My Listen. phone said I had 20%. <laughs> the people is watching and they Listen. comment. Now I wanted to die. Listen. Yeah, mine too. What I'm saying is that <laughs> there are a lot of men that actually respond to these polls that get somebody. They're doing the best they can, and they still have to deal with that. It's not enough. That's when I say women are too critical because a lot of men are dealing with those situations to where they're doing everything they can in their power and they still get the complaints. They still get the, you need to do more. You're not providing enough. You're yeah, but what, what is the enough. percentage of women that we see that really are like that? 73% based on the poll. 73% of all women in yep. the entire world. Well, I mean, come on now. Are I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't, they didn't ask every woman in the entire world. I'm, I'm just I'm going, a, off, no, I'm going off just the facts and figures here. Men and women. 73%. Of women. Are overcritical of men that they deal with. Hey, bro, can I chime in, please? Yes, please. Oh, I'm chime sorry. In. I, I'm, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't ever yes, but just, chime in. <laughs> All right. And just to let you listen, um, I'm Cassandra Williams, the owner of Culture Radio. I do have a podcast, which is Top in the World. Black Men Mental Men Mental Podcast. I've written books and stuff like that. And I usually don't say nothing. Mm. But... Um, one of the things that I always come across with my listeners and what I talk about a lot of times is that when it comes to the black culture, mm-hmm. black women's expectations are too high mm-hmm. and they're and they're understand and, but their their reality is too low. Can you explain? And what I mean that is that at the end of the day, women are black women want black men to be this unattainable person. Oof. But the reality is that we're not there. See for for, for instance, when you said 
you know, I want a man that's ambition, not a nine to five. That's a popular term with black women now. I can't be with a man with a nine to five. I can't. And even uh, the young man over here said, oh, you know, when I had a nine to five, I'm making good money. My mother said, don't be a house nigga. Uh. Why is the standards different in our culture? But if you met a white man, an Asian man that was in corporate America making $200,000 a year, that's okay. He's ambition. He's, he's he exactly. But when you meet a black, but when you meet a black man like that, it's different. Oh, you have a nine to five. It doesn't matter how much money you make. Well, that's so. Simple. So that's the problem simple. is that our black women, unfortunately, have this expectation that's unattainable, but settle for something underneath. And don't, don't want nothing in the middle, unfortunately. But, but Cass, I don't uh, think I don't think it's hold, hold on, hold on. I, I don't I, think it's unattainable. Uh, I yeah. No, I but, but it, I don't no. think it's unattainable. No, because the thing is it's unattainable because every time a black man gets to that, they find something wrong with that and push it to the next level. Mm. See, a black wow. man, oh, I want a black man. First it was in our culture, we know we want black men making uh uh don't be Debbie dads. Statistically, most black men aren't Debbie dads. Now it's like uh before I just want a black man to have a job. Now he has a job. No, he has to be an entrepreneur and make money. Uh, He's entrepreneur. No, he needs to be rich. It's always leveled up. Every time the culture, the black man gets somewhere, it's that's not good enough. Because that's Could what. Could that be a plus? I, I that's not a plus. That's a negative. Because be at the end of the day, when you're pu- when you see, it's not pushing in a positive direction to be your best <laughs> self. See, that's the there's a difference. Well, of, I want my know. man to be his best self. His best self may not be entrepreneur. His best self may not be making all that money. His best best self may be just be able to take care of you and your family. But see, the thing is, you keep pushing and pushing for him to be your expectation of his best self. When at the end of the day, it's not his expect, it's not his best self. So this man right here, this young man right here that had that job, who knows? And I'm not saying anything negative towards anything, but who yeah. knows? He could have been a CFO of the company by now if he kept going. But because his mother, which is a black woman, I'm sure. This expectation of, oh, don't be a house nigga, do your thing, be an entrepreneur, keep pushing it up. He said, nah, you know, I'm going to do this over here. Not saying that it's, not, it's a bad career choice or anything, but what I'm saying is, but if it was a white household, an Asian household, it would have been like, you're doing great, climbing your job. But to well, here's, here's, the thing, a, here's the thing, here's ahead. the thing, Cass, is that in those households, they only make a difference <laughs> if they're not following the path of the family. In the Asian household, the Asian household will only back what the Asian child is doing if it meets the ramification of what the family's doing. Yeah. And that's the thing that we don't have in black or people. We don't have center. that type of... Welcome, welcome back to Man Listen. This show is dedicated to breaking down relationship dynamics using open, clear, conscious, concise, and honest conversations. Listen... Uh, we're going into session three of our Battle of Assessors. Um, these guests, you've seen them before. I'm going to go around the room, allow them to introduce themselves. Ladies, you first. Well, I'm Ray. <laughs> What's up, Ray? What's up? Tell, them, tell the people about you a little bit. All right. Well, I am um, originally from New Orleans, Louisiana. I've been in Orlando for 10 years now. I am a business consultant and an entertainer. Mm. Moving right along. Go ahead. All right, guys. I am Cherry, uh, Florida girl, born and raised. I am an entrepreneur. Uh, have a new business unfolding here shortly. We'll talk about that at the end of the show. Uh, okay. That's where we are. What, what you doing now, though? Like, you, you, you say you're an entrepreneur, but that's have so many different 
labels behind that entrepreneur. So let the people know what you actually do. All right. So in 2016, I became a licensed caterer. Okay. Uh, a chef as well as owning my own catering company. Uh, 2021, I opened an investment firm that's going to be dedicated more to real estate, building my portfolio and rental properties. And I'm about to be into podcasting. Come on now. Listen. Okay. Listen. Yeah. Oh, see, you know what? Never mind. Anyway, moving <laughs> right on. <laughs> to my left is my man. Go ahead and introduce yourself for the people. Listen, it's no introduction needed. You already know who I am. That's it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, what's going on, y'all? This is Classic. Aka DJ Classic. Um, oh man, what <laughs> what don't I do? Mm. All right, so um, I own a beauty salon. I am a nail instructor, nail artist, producer, DJ, and promoter. Ooh, My man got many hats right now. <laughs> Listen. Yeah, we we're gonna talk about this. <laughs> I wear them all. <laughs> well, at the end at the end of the show, we'll let everybody know where they can meet you. Uh, we did have two other guests that were supposed to be on. Unfortunately, they had some work engagements that they weren't able to make it. But we're gonna move on. We're gonna move on. So, Battle of the Sexes session three. Uh, we heard from the women. The women actually sat down and told us everything that they had issues with when it comes to dealing with men in this world. And then we heard from the men. The men gave us the same thing. So now we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about a little bit about uh, accountability, right? Accountability is important. I like that word. Ah, it's very important. Love so it. ladies, what does accountability look like for you? What is accountability for you? What is accountability? Come on now. Everybody has their own definitions. We know that. But what is it for you? <clears throat> so I'll tell you for me only because I'm literally dealing with it. Okay. Um, I thought I had a great weekend. Apparently he felt different. Mm. Um, there was a point where he felt like I was talking to him, like talking at him <laughs> versus, okay. you know, right. I was a little inebriated or uh -huh. whatnot. Um, drunk I don't mind <laughs> speaks a sober tongue. Listen, a drunk mind speaks a sober tongue. Yeah. Listen, that's the truth. Comes the truth. Out. That's the truth. Go ahead. I don't recall the situation being the same as he does. Okay. All right. But it's to the point now where we are raising e each other's voices. Uh. So clearly it's serious. Clearly we feel some type of way. So all day today, that I had to clear my whole schedule mm. because this was bothering me. Okay. And I had to take accountability for whatever he was telling me, even though I didn't like it. Ah. It's still bothering me. Okay. So he <laughs> told you about yourself. I can see it in her face. And you have to own it me. because you got to be like, you know what? You know yeah, how women you might have been right about that one. You know how women say they want to do to check them? Right. But in until that way. Until they do to check them. <laughs> Right. No, it's not until so, two weeks ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, the way, it's the way we check you, right? Oh, okay. Two weeks yeah, ago, I was in a very different mindset. Okay. And now today, I'm having to tell y'all a testimony because, yeah, he checked me today, and I was like, who are you talking to? Mm. Like, talking to you. And then it's the way he said it that let me know, don't play with me. Uh. So you don't have to check a woman. You don't even have to train or tame her. But there's a way, no different than a mom with a child. Right. We say certain things and we look. Right. Men can do that, too, and we'll snap right to it. Oh. oh. I, I didn't know. Oh. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, I hear that, right? There's a way to check a woman. That's a so, yeah, accountability sucks. Um. <laughs> when it's done right, it sucks. <laughs> Come on, Ray. What's accountability for you? Um, accountability for me is re taking responsibility of your actions. Oh. Uh. 
Um, essentially, yeah, I think that if someone tells you, it's always difficult to hear about yourself. Right. Um, and it's sometimes it's even more difficult to hear about yourself if you don't feel the same way that that person is presenting. Mm. Um, yeah. Like she said, I thought we had a great weekend. <laughs> I feel something completely different. Yeah. So um, even when you're not feeling like what is being stated to you, accountability is still just ingesting the information that's being given to you and sitting and taking a moment to think or just listen instead of just always responding because Mm -hmm. you can somehow find where that error could have occurred. I could dig that. I could dig that. What's up, Classic? What's going on? Accountability, man. What does that look like for you? Um, I have a really good friend. She's also um, one of my business partners as well. And she said... um, something really interesting about accountability. Okay. When she gets in new relationships, she said, um, tell me about your last relationship, what you did wrong. Huh. Mm. Okay. You know, and so I say that to say that accountability for me is not always um, whether a person is necessarily right or wrong mm. in a particular situation. But in every every time something goes wrong within a situation or relationship, there's always something that you can take away from it mm. that will help you to try to understand what it is that you could have done better. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? And I think part of taking accountability is not just and this is kind of adding to what you guys were saying. It's not just acknowledging what you did wrong, but right. accountability is actually taking action to mm-hmm. correct that wrong. Mm. Yes. You know, because a lot of times we just say we can say sorry to shut people up. Right. You know? No, it's and true. I, uh, yeah. I don't want to argue. I, I am, Listen, I'm you're right. Guilty, I'm wrong. You know? I'm going to leave it alone. Right. Right. Uh, but that's not really accountability. Mm. You know? Accountability is, you know, going back, admitting you were wrong about a certain thing, or if we just made them feel like yeah. a certain right. way. It, right. We may not have said or done anything right. wrong. That my actions is, made you I feel made a you certain, feel that yeah, way. Exactly. You know? So, um, Accountability is, is again, uh, admitting to the way you made somebody feel right. and then working hard to correct that wrong so that it doesn't happen again. So I think <coughs> in the full spectrum, that's what accountability really is. Nice. Listen, and all of you guys are correct. Um, the thing is about accountability that I feel, and this is only speaking for self, is that accountability is just being accountable for your actions in every situation, no matter what. Right. You know what I'm saying? Even if you feel like you didn't do anything wrong, it's about recognizing that my actions caused a response. No matter what the response was, maybe the response was irrational. Maybe, oh, you just tripping. Maybe you on that bullshit. But at the end of the day, my, the way I move triggered a response. So accountability is that owning that. Even if you did everything right in the situation and you got played, mm-hmm. you have to take accountability for your actions in that situation. Right. I got played because I allowed myself to get played. Right. I gave you the opportunity to it. You just did what you felt was best for you, and I gave you the opportunity to do that. So I take accountability of being that person in that in that situation. But at the end of the day... I also take accountability of moving on when I need to move the fuck on. Yeah. Right? Right. Like, one, one the, that's also One of the things, one of my favorite sayings to say is, you are free to choose, but you are not free from the consequences of your choices. Right. Um, I love that because it allows me to hold myself accountable to things. There is 
times where obviously we've all had our heart broken. Right. And in that moment, you can't see um, the roles that you may have played. That mm-hmm. doesn't mean that it's okay for somebody to dog you out. No. However, we do train people to how treat to, us. How, to, how we want to be treated. So right. right. if one of my deal breakers was something and, I, and you did that and I stayed, I've now trained you that you can right. break this. all my Absolutely. deal breakers. Right. Yeah. So right. and that me staying would be a consequence of my choice, or that would be a consequence 100%. of my choice. One hundred percent. And here's the thing: is that our deal breakers. One thing I like about deal breakers is our deal breakers are only your deal breakers when we break the deal. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Other than that, it's just something we don't like. I don't like <coughs> that you did that, but it's not a deal breaker because it didn't break our deal. It didn't break what the covenant that we created between each other. I love you know what I'm saying? So when Such you create when you create a covenant <laughs> with somebody, you create a connection <laughs> with somebody, it's all about accepting that attachment or that connection that you created, no matter how it looks. You know what I'm saying? There's so many people that get so mad. It was like, oh, my God. All she did was play me. All she wanted from me was sex. But you knew that. You knew that from the beginning. Y'all ain't do shit else but sex. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, take accountability that that's the role that you put yourself in. You can't get mad at her for wanting to establish a different boundary with somebody else that she has for you because what you agreed to in the beginning is what she rolled with until the end. That's it. I think think in a lot of... um, Did I cut you off? No, go ahead, bro. I think in a lot of situations that does hold true. Mm. Um, But there are certain situations where a person presents a version of themselves that you didn't see before, hmm. you know? Mm. Elaborate. However, I do also feel that there are signs that a lot of us ignore because we get caught up in the emotional side of it and what what this can be, right? you know? And you get so blindsided by what this could be that you completely ignore all things until... You have a chance to step back away from the situation. Maybe you break up or whatever the case may be. And then you're like, damn, I didn't see that. Well, why do we have to step back? Why can't we see the potential in our relationships and still live in the present moment of our relationship? I can be in the present moment of who I'm dealing with, and I can still see the potential. But I also recognize what they are right now. You see what I'm saying? I've seen a quote that says, sometimes you could be the right person for somebody who's not ready for the right person. And there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You, I could be the right person for somebody who's not ready to handle what I bring to the table. The thing is, is that do I take the accountability to acknowledge, okay, she may not be ready, but I still want this. Can I be patient enough? Can I put my time in? Can I be understanding enough to know that she's moving this way because she's not ready, but this is what I want? You see what I'm saying? That's what accountability is. This is what I want. I'm going to pursue what I want. Where she is may not be where I want her to be, but I'm taking accountability for my actions because this is what I want. So So if it doesn't work itself out the way I want it to work itself out, I can't get mad at her. Because she was moving in the way that she was moving for her development, no matter what it is that I wanted at the time. But I think women are more susceptible to doing that than right. men are. Oh, please, stop. I was going to say that, too. Oh. <laughs> Classic, <laughs> stop. I, I'm, uh, you You're know, supposed to be listen, on my side today. Are, hey, listen. Accountability, you right? Okay. Go ahead. As a matter of fact, before. No, nah, go ahead. No, nah, I want to hear, hear that point. Nah, no, go, go ahead. ahead. Let, let, let you go ahead. 
No, I just feel like, you know, women are more susceptible to getting a man and allowing him to grow. Mm. In fact, we'll push y'all. Mm. In fact, we'll finance y'all. Mm. If y'all are doing the, the, the basic things for us or what we need to have happen, there's nothing that we won't do to see y'all accomplish y'all dreams. For the time. I don't think, and I also think it depends on the person you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. There's a lot of people that we're in, um, coming in to daily interactions with that are microwavable. Right. They want the fasting right now. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's also going to depend on who you're dealing with. But I believe men, on the other hand, are not that quick to financing a chick. There's this girl right now on Instagram. I think it's Christina Mackey. Okay. Maybe underscore Christina Mackey, light skinned girl, got braids, very cute. Um, her skit right now is Pick a Bill. I'm pretty sure y'all have seen. I've, I've seen videos. it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm very familiar. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I love a lot of her her thinking and her rhetoric. Why? <clears throat> because she's doing no different than a man. <laughs> See, right now in this. Wait, age, wait, 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 yeah, wait, 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 wait. Go back. Go back. Go back. Elaborate on it. So right Uh now in this age, women are making the same money as you, if not more. Okay. All right? Um, Like I said, I'm an entrepreneur. I have several businesses in the works. Within the last two, I put together another one. Like, I'm moving. I don't have time to sit and wait for a dude that's working nine to five, and that's all the ambition he has. Uh I don't even care if you're an entrepreneur, like, if you want that ambition, but can you be doing something more than just going to work? That's expected. That's like school. You don't get a pass. That's what you're supposed to do. You know what? I'm going to stop you there. But the one that's doing the extra work. I'm going to stop you there because we're going to get a little bit into what we were talking about Tell based on this psychic. series. Mm-hmm. Mm. So this series <laughs> is based on the issues that men have with women. All men, all, all, all men have with women, no matter if they're, I don't know who's calling me right now. This is stupid. Listen, if you're <laughs> calling me right now I'm on busy. a Monday, come on now. I'm you busy. You know what it is? Listen. So we talked about the issues that men have with women, and we talked about the issues that women have with men. And we're not just talking about romantic relationships. We're talking about brothers. We're talking about uncles. We're talking about fathers. We're talking about friends. Mm -hmm. We're talking about just in general. And one of the biggest things that women say that they have an issue with is men aren't ambitious enough. Ambitious enough. Uh, yeah, don't don't mind me. I've been drinking. So <laughs> men are ambitious. That's why we drink bourbon. So what you're saying that what you based on what you just said, men are men ambitious enough for the women today's society that you see. Now I'm not speaking for all men because I haven't Speak dated for yourself. all men. Right. Um, nor am I speaking like, for all women. Do you feel like men are ambitious no. enough? Well, what about you, Ray? Hold on, hold on, classic. I'm, right I'm, I'm going to let you respond to that. I got some shit to say. I know you do. <laughs> I know you do. No, I'm going to be honest. Um, for the past six years, I've been around very ambitious men, so mm. I I wouldn't agree you with can't, that. You can't that's just my circle, that. though. Right, right. So, yeah, okay. that's not my circle. Okay. What is up, classic? When, so when right. women say men aren't ambitious enough, what do you get from that? I mean, that's 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 relative i mean that's based mm-hmm. on your experience mm-hmm. you know like um and it goes it ties in very well what you said both of you what you um because you made a point that you have to recognize what you're dealing with mm-hmm. and if this is what you want then you pursue that right 
and you have to see if this is something that you can deal with or not. Right. So, based on your experience, right, and correct me if I'm wrong. My experience. Based on your experience, <laughs> you've dealt with men who aren't as ambitious as you would like them to be. However, mm-hmm. what I do feel, what I find is the common thread with a lot of women is, and I'm not talking about no city girl. I'm talking about, all right, let me choose my next words carefully. <laughs> right, because you, yeah. you already know ain't no city not, girls in this, right. in this conversation. Right, uh, what I'm talking about is women who are looking for something more. Right. You know, um... For me, like, I'm not the richest guy, you know, but one of the things that have has always been attractive to um, particularly a lot of women in my life is the fact that I am ambitious. Mm. So they see, they don't, they don't see what's in front of me now, but they see, all right, this is where Classic is going. Right. I see that this is, this is where he's going. I see that he's making strides to do that. So... It goes back to your point that it's not that the guy has to be set, you right. know, but is that nine to five all you aspire to be? But w- you know? what's wrong? With, what's wrong with being that? Like nothing. A, it's not. Here's, here's my it's, thing. It's, here's it's my just, thing. It's just, there's a let lot me just of say this, this point real quick. Go ahead. It's not that it's a problem. Right. The thing is, it's a problem for her. Ah, okay. You know what I'm saying? Because of how I'm moving. Because uh-huh. of how she moves. No different than if yeah. he's that ambitious. And that's why I say it's 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 relative. So here's my thing. This is my question, and this is this is strictly for women, honestly. Okay. If a man spends so much time and effort to get the nine to five, because it's hard. We spend a lot of time and effort to get the nine to five, and believe it or not, we are paid less than women in the same positions now. That's just real life. We are getting paid less in the same positions now. Because no one wants to feel like they're alienating women. Because I say this, I'm gonna say this all the time. I haven't had a job in like ten years. I'm gonna say this all the time, (laughs) and I'm gonna stick to this. And y'all can hate me if you want to, Mm -hmm. but gays and women get more rights than black men in this world. Period. That's just honestly. That's period. You know what I'm saying? That's a totally different subject, but that's the truth. So if a man sit here and spent (coughs) eight years in college to get his degree, to get his career for his <laughs> nine to five, mm-hmm. and that's all he wants to do, do you feel like that's not ambition for you? So for me, um, ambition isn't necessarily a career move, money maker. I love how he started with the first thing he said, mm-hmm. which was, I'm not rich. Mm-hmm. He automatically took himself out of value being associated to him being a man. Right. Right? So ambition to me is not chasing a goal like that what are you doing for the community Uh, like it's important to me that the man i'm with is involved mm -hmm. or concerned about his community something something more than himself more than that nine to five are you going to church right on a day or are you going to the gym what are you doing to self-improve and better yourself on a daily basis you see me working as hard as i'm doing so it's not about monetary for me Mm -hmm. it's about you see the drive you see you know me and um Casanova had a conversation last week, and I had told him I literally just quit my career. If y'all don't know, Casanova's my producer. He's right <laughs> here. He's one of the owners of Culture Radio. Listen, this is my guy. Like he's he's, he's taking care of me. There. That's my dude. So that's suited up. You know, that's so, my guy. So essentially, ambition is not it's not just about the job. It's like, are you pursuing a better life 
overall for yourself. Right. I made sure that I had financial streams of income coming in before I made this move. Okay. I literally, drop of a dime, woke up and said, I'm not working no more. So Not for the rest of the year. So for you, so for you, if you have a guy that is solidified in his current position in life Mm -hmm. and he doesn't want more, does that not work for you? Yeah, that's going to be a problem. Oh, wow. Wow, okay. Because I'm not even a monetary person, so there's no cap on the the money part of it, Mm -hmm. but you're not growing. You're not doing something more every day. What self-help books are you reading? And that's, that's, (laughs) listen, community service are you doing? That's, that's more than okay. Because I, I come from that. Like, I remember when I, because I did very well in the corporate world. Okay. Mm -hmm. Right? And I had to work my ass off. I remember I was working um, in the timeshare industry, and I went from, you know, being one of those what they call OPCs in those hotels selling the Disney tickets for, you know, twenty five dollars for two if you go on a tour. Yeah. Right. I went from that to running the whole marketing center hmm. at twenty five years old. And for me, as a twenty five year old black man, they're not giving that job to me. Right. right. Period. So right. for me, being on that level was for myself at the time and in my mind an amazing accomplishment. So I went home and told my mother right. about it and this was her answer. She said, okay, so you're a house nigga now. Listen! That goes into my That's next... Exactly listen, I'm said. glad he finished and that statement. And I, from your mother, oh, 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 my mother, classic, and I respect it. Classic. I respect listen, it. Listen, I appreciate that, man. I thank you so much for being that open with it. That goes into my next one. Are women, one of the biggest complaints that men have is women are too critical. Too critical. Critical. Are we talking women or black women? We're talking women. Women in general? In general. That's one of the top complaints from men. Doesn't matter the gender. Doesn't matter the race. I say gender for a reason. Trust me, I said gender for a reason. But doesn't matter the gender. Doesn't matter the race. But that's one of the top complaints that men have when it comes to women. So and that goes for heterosexual, homosexual. Can you give an example of just just right, one example critical? of critical? It's not good enough. Okay, but can I ask a question? Mm. Um, at what point are women too critical? Because I feel like what happens is we be smooth sailing, baby. <laughs> and then here come the hiccups, here come the F-ups. And ain't nothing done to fix it, and then it's not enough. Well, we're not waiting until we're, not, we're <laughs> not talk. We're not talking about making up after a mistake. No, we're no, no, talking no, no. about in general. No, because in general, what I'm asking that question because mm-hmm. generally speaking, in relationships that no longer exist for me, I'm I've here, only I'm become this, this I've only quick. become <laughs> too critical <laughs> after you fucked up. Oh, if so you will. so you're talking so, about you're talking you're talking from a, a perspective of projection. Like you're become too critical after the fact because they're projecting. What do you themselves. What, what do you mean by that? What that you become too critical after? Like so, when the so, relationship is over, then so you talk. I, no, 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 no. Not when the relationship is over. Okay. So like, let's say we got two good years. Ray is just riding with you, baby. Like everything you're doing is perfect. Then you mess up, right? Mm-hmm. And then I tell you, hey, this is what I need for you to fix this, right? Or this is where I need for us to get in a better space. Right. But you're not doing it. So now when I'm continuously 
repeating myself, I'm now becoming too critical. But that's why I'm asking, when do women become too critical? Because I feel like the general consensus, if we all took a, a bunch of men and women that were in relationships, right. I feel like there would be some type of... Um, What's the word I'm looking so, for? There would be I'm, some type of pattern so, as to when women became so critical. So here's the thing: I don't think in, we're critical from the jump. In your perspective, in your in, from your from your perspective, from things that you dealt with, it more sounds like that you became critical because you were repeating an issue that you had. But I'm not just even after you told them this is I'm the issue not just that you speaking. had. I'm I, I'm saying I'm asking the specific question that I'm asking is. At what point are women too critical? Or what's making us too critical? Because I feel like men really only complain about us being critical when we have to be critical. But what that we've but, driven the point home. But, yes. but, but what I'm saying, and this is what I was trying to say, it's like there's a lot of men that are out here. There's a lot of men that are out here. Are you, ladies, are you Sorry. There? My Listen. phone said I had 20%. <laughs> the people is watching and they Listen. comment. Now I wanted to die. Listen. Yeah, mine too. What I'm saying is that <laughs> there are a lot of men that actually respond to these polls that get somebody. They're doing the best they can, and they still have to deal with that. It's not enough. That's when I say women are too critical because a lot of men are dealing with those situations to where they're doing everything they can in their power and they still get the complaints. They still get the, you need to do more. You're not providing enough. You're yeah, but what what is the enough. percentage of women that we see that really are like that? 73% based on the poll. 73% of all women in yep. the entire world. Well, I mean, come on now. Are I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't, they didn't ask every woman in the entire world. I'm, I'm just I'm going a, off, no, I'm going off of just the facts and figures here. Men and women. 73%. Of women are overcritical of men that they deal with. Hey, bro, can I chime in, please? Yes, please. Oh, I'm chime sorry. In. I, I'm, you know, I don't, ever, so I don't ever see. Yes, definitely just, chime in. <laughs> all right. And just to let you listen, um, I'm Cassandra Williams, the owner of Culture Radio. I do have a podcast, which is Top in the World. Black Men Mental Tough podcast. I've written books and stuff like that. And I usually don't say nothing. Mm. But... Um, one of the things that I always come across with my listeners and what I talk about a lot of times is that when it comes to the black culture, mm-hmm. black women's expectations are too high mm-hmm. and their and their understand and, but their their reality is too low. Can you explain? And what I mean that is that at the end of the day, women are black women want black men to be this unattainable person. Oof. But the reality is that we're not there. See, for for, for instance, when you said you know, I want a man that's ambition not a nine to five. That's a popular term with black women now. I can't be with a man with a nine to five. I can't. And even uh, the young man over here said, oh, you know, when I had a nine to five, I'm making good money. My mother said, don't be a house nigga. Uh. Why is the standards different in our culture? But if you met a white man, an Asian man that was in corporate America making $200,000 a year, that's okay. He's ambition. He's, he's he exactly. <laughs> but when you meet a black, but when you meet a black man like that, it's different. Oh, you have a nine to five. It doesn't matter how much money you make. Well, that's simple. so. So that's the problem simple. is that our black women, unfortunately, have this expectation that's unattainable, but settle for something underneath and don't, don't want nothing in the middle. Unfortunately, but, but Cass, I, I don't ooh, think I don't think I'm it's hold, hold on hold on. I, I, I don't I, think I, it's unattainable. Yeah. No, but but I don't no. think it's unattainable. No, because. The thing is, it's unattainable because every time a black man gets to that, they find something wrong with that and push it to the next level. Mm. 
See, a black wow. man, oh, I want a black man. First it was in our culture, we, know, we want black men making uh, uh, dopey Debbie dads. Statistically, most black men aren't Debbie dads. Now it's like, uh, before I just want a black man to have a job. Mm. Now he has a job, no, he has to be an entrepreneur and make money. Uh. He's entrepreneur, no, he needs to be rich. It's always leveled up. Every time the culture, the black man gets somewhere, it's, that's not good enough. Because that's Could what that be a plus I, thing? that's not a plus. It's a negative. Because be at the end of the day, when you're pu- when you see, it's not pushing in a positive direction to be your best <laughs> self. See, that's the there's a difference. Well, of, I want my know. man to be his best self. His best self may not be entrepreneur. His best self may not be making all that money. His best best self may be just be able to take care of you and your family. But see, the thing is, you keep pushing and pushing for him to be your expectation of his best self. When at the end of the day, it's not his expect, it's not his best self. So this man right here, this young man right here that had that job, who knows? And I'm not saying anything negative towards anything, but who yeah. knows? He could have been a CFO of the company by now if he kept going. But because his mother, which is a black woman, I'm sure. This expectation of, oh, don't be a house nigga, do your thing, be an entrepreneur, keep pushing it up. He said, nah, you know, I'm going to do this over here. Not saying that it's not it's a bad career choice or anything, but what I'm saying is, but if it was a white household, an Asian household, it would have been like, you're doing great climbing your job. But to well, here's, here's, the thing, a, here's the thing, here's ahead. the thing, Cass, is that in those households, they only make a difference <laughs> if they're not following the path of the family. In the Asian household, the Asian household will only back what the Asian child is doing if it meets the ramification of what the family's doing. Yeah. And that's the thing that we don't have in black or people. We don't have center. that type of culture to where we generate generational businesses. Yet, we're getting there now. And we don't even have a culture that we educate our young black exactly. men to be entrepreneurs. We don't. So at the end of the day, you're expecting him, like even, like you're right, in the Asian households, the father probably was a corporate man or right. the father was a, a worker and stuff like that. But Everybody in a black household, your father was an entrepreneur. Your father wasn't a businessman. Your father wasn't, or your mother wasn't doing the things that you expect them to do. And, and, you, and we don't give them the tools. We don't even give them the start. You know, aged white households, when the parents die, they got a life insurance policy. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? They have these things already set, generational wealth. But us, we expect our black men to be great and phenomenal, but we don't have the foundation for it. Here's what I... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because I've been trying to say something for a second. Go ahead, hold on, go ahead, All right, so here's the thing, all right? Let me, and let me, and let me tell you, Cass, why... you real quick. Let me tell you, let me tell you, Cass, why I didn't take offense to that from when my mother said that to me. It's because you have to understand, like, like everything is not this, this, everything is not the same as far as where people come from. You have to also look at culture, mm. right? Culture radio. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to also look at culture. My mother has always been the type of person, before I came into the beauty, I came into the beauty salon business because of her. Right. She was always that person that was a thinker. She always thought about entrepreneurship, you know? and not working for the next man. So for me, and, and as, I, as I started reading like different self-help books, th- see, here's the thing. The information of what we need to be more progressive okay. as black men, I think sometimes we conflate progressive and um, what's the word we were using? And ambition, mm-hmm. right? 
it's, I think for a lot of us, the thing is we need to just be progressive. But we see, need to be progressive. Listen, at the end of the day, you know, <coughs> this system that we subscribe to is not going to give us anything. So whether it is that you have a job, whether it, no matter what it is that you do, I think it's important for all of us to think as men being progressive. Now, I do agree with you as far as this standard that a lot of black women tend to put on on men and and it's, and it's according to, yeah it's, it's expectations, expectations right. it's expectations according to what they think that a man should be I agree with that however there are a lot of us black men and this is this is that accountability thing right there are a lot there are a lot of us black men who don't see that we can have more but see and we're not you, being taught that however but you, but you know why we're not being taught that because when it comes to a black man when it comes to all men, I'm not even going to say black man. When it comes to all men, it's about stability. Are you stable? Do you have financial stability? Can you sustain a household? Do you have the backing to have that? Mm -hmm. So when we go to that, our mentality when we're out in this world is to create a sustainable stability. We want to create a, a sustainable household you drunk to me? where... Look. Huh? Uh, listen, don't worry about my slur. But but you no, know what? Don't worry about my slur. But see, this is see. But see, this is the thing. Real shit. Here's the thing. It's that it's that one. Y'all been dominating all, this conversation for like 15 minutes now. Ladies, I don't want to cut nobody off. No, I'm gonna give the ladies a chance. Give me a second. Thing is, is about stability. We do the most that we want to have stability. So once we get to men, so when we get to a point to where we're stable. And we meet a woman that wants ambition, because that's what we're talking about right now, right? It's like, fuck, I did just enough just to get where I am now, and you want me to do more. I can't give you more right now because I'm still trying to maintain this stability. Right. That's just plain and simple. But that's what we do. Because the life, the benefits that women get in this world, men don't get. We don't get the help that we should get. Because the world looks at us as like you're capable of working, and then go ahead and work. But see, that, that, that's okay. But y'all can get that help. First of all, let's just start here. Mm. Women, we are creators. Mm. You give us a seed, you plant a seed, we gonna water it. It's gonna grow. Right. So naturally, as a woman who gives a fuck about her man, I'm sorry, I'm getting a little. I nah, that, do, you, you know, do your thing. Naturally, as a woman who gives a fuck about the people in her life, right. she's going to water you, right? And you're saying that we don't get that support. Mm. You'll get that support from your woman, <laughs> but now she's too damn critical. And a lot of times what happens is you come into a situation in a relationship, y'all start promising big shit. Mm. It's big things popping. You can have whatever you like. And you done created this thing where now we're like, we're like, oh my God, yay, we can have see, this life. Well, how many but men, right, not, men going to come up to you uh -uh, and tell you? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let see, me what? wait. No, 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 no. Ain't see nothing at this point because we didn't interject this whole time. We over here trying to hold ourselves accountable. Go ahead, Ray. Go ahead, Ray. Go ahead, Ray. Also, also, y'all say, 
we weren't taught that. Okay, cool. A lot of us were not taught a lot of shit growing up, baby, but we in a new age. All types of information is out there, so we don't want to hear that goddamn That's my excuse. point. Um, furthermore... <laughs> furthermore, <laughs> the information is out there. <laughs> furthermore, go ahead. I'm gonna play devil's advocate right here. Mm. It, can there not be a possibility that, and obviously the new age, social media, I, we, we mentioned this on the last talk. And we did. Um, social media makes everything and everyone seem super attainable so right. quickly and easily, Very. which in turn makes motherfuckers lazy. Mm. So both you got men, people riding for you both on men side. and women collectively, depending on how you was brought up, a right. lot of y'all motherfuckers is lazy. I'm saying y'all <laughs> as right, but, in but, general consensus. Even okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't want to hold on, 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 hold this is the problem. See? This is the see? no. But let me see, tell you. Because now I'm being too critical. No, right? no, 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 no. It's not critical. It's not. I'm not saying you're critical. I'm not saying you're critical. This, but this is the problem that that we have in our culture. We put our relationships and say our standards to the toxic relationships we had. At the end of the day, not everybody. No, does wait, that hold though. on, hold on. But see, it's like when you sit there and you generalize the male population and say y'all guys do this. Hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. When you sit there and say all of y'all guys are like this, that that that's, is just that's wrong. What y'all just no, 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 but, no. But all of the black women I, but, and all of the on, women are no, too no, critical. No, no, Seventy-three percent, which by the way, my followers said they want to see the statistics. <laughs> but it's not no, a, no, But it's not about. But it's not. See, the thing is, what you're saying is, I was trying to say positive stuff to our culture. Like at the end of the day, standards are different. You attack. The black man. No, she did. No, 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 no. I you, absolutely no, no. You when you say y'all niggas, I said y'all motherfuckers, Casano. and I said every, Cas I said Casano. the general oh, consensus. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. That's what I said. Hold on, You said exactly what I just said. Everybody, no, hold on. I didn't everybody, black hold on. Because we gonna say this right now. Ray, everybody Ray, that Ray, know me knows I ride for and I love the black men, so y'all will never be attacked by me. But we're but generally speaking, are we not? Chill. Are we choosing violence? Wait, chill. I'm not choosing violence. Are we choosing violence? I mean, I don't have to choose violence. Bring the Scorpio down. my station. I don't choose violence. Listen. I don't got to choose violence. Why they would have to do that? trying to silence me like Kanye, bro. Nobody's trying to silence you? Yo, 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 yo. Let's make it clear. Let's make it clear. This is my show, so shut up. Everybody. Ray, listen, I feel you, Ma. I feel you 100%. You are completely right. Um, but the thing is, is that when it comes down to men, when it comes down to black men, it's that. I didn't say that shit. Thank you. Sorry. I, I know you did. No, no, no. I was reading the comments. Oh, well, I was talking about Casanova. <laughs> anyway, what I'm saying is that when it comes down to black men, it's that we are so used to fighting the world that when we have a battle in our homes, we don't know how to respond to it. That's just plain and simple. We don't either, though. But so when, when it comes down to women saying that men are overly critical, it's just based on their experience with the women that they deal with. It's not necessarily pointing fingers. It's not saying black men, white men, Asian men, Hispanics, none of that. It's just that when it comes down to it, one of the top complaints is that women are overly critical. And there are a lot of situations to where men can feel that way only because... A lot of men, men of color, are doing the best they can. Period. That's just the way life is. Let's let's look at suicide rates. Eighty-five men commit suicide 
every day. That's based on the latest poll. 85 men a day commit suicide because they don't feel like they're enough for the world. So when they're dealing with women, especially women, because women are more our motivation. Okay. I, we can say we we can say whatever we want to say. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we make money for women. Right. Okay. We look good for women. Right. We smell good for women. Right. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like honestly, that's what we do. Women not right now. are like motivation. <laughs> now it's not like back in the I day. Showered. Back in the <laughs> day, when it, I hope you shower for you, bro. All right, I hope. I, I really hope you shower for you. I shower I shower for myself. Fuck no. Shit, I shower for myself. I don't know about you. I want it to smell ambitious. I want it to smell ambitious. When it comes down to men, and I don't care if a man agrees with it or not, but when it comes down to men, we do what we want to do because of the sake of women. Women are a driving force. But do y'all stay faithful for women? That was a question. Doesn't matter about faithfulness. <laughs> We're not talking about faithfulness. All right, but 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 I will play devil's advocate. Mm. Do men do men really do it for the women or for sex? <laughs> see, see, on that end, I'm gonna be honest. Our generation is different. No, 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 they're not. It it's not. No, no. If I'm a man <laughs> that's getting cleaned up for a woman and out there, the the <laughs> mentality should be I'm looking for my future wife. But most men get jigged up for the physical part. And this is true because of the generation we well, are I mean, right now. No, that physical it's not even is, about... It's physical not, is pretty much but, all but, people off each Cass, other in the beginning. Cass, right. it's not about a generation. Men are visual creatures. When we see something that we are attracted to... When we see something that we are attracted to that makes us hormonal, that makes us interested sexualized, we're going to go for it. It doesn't matter if it's a woman. It doesn't matter if it's a man. There's gay men out here all the time that out here shopping. Yeah, but culturally, you should be attached. It doesn't matter. No, no. When I went for a woman back in the days, when I went for a woman, if I knocked her up, if I wanted that, when women had those standards in our society at that day where, like, you're not going to get this until you get married or you get me pregnant, Mm -hmm. we knew, you know, not all men. I can't say all men. You know, there's still those men out there. But our culturally, our mentality was, like, I want you. And even if I want you sexually, but I know I'm going to have to commit to you. To I'm going to have to provide for you. I'm going to have to take care of you. So that br- that brings up my next one. I'm, we're going to stop right here. We're going to move on. One of the biggest issues that women have when it comes to men is that men lie. That's the motherfucking truth. Um, but women lie too. Hey, ah, man. we're talking about men right now. This Listen, is your. This I is... ain't on nobody's side. Both parties lie. Everybody lies. And can I just say this, just to kind of tie in everything? I literally feel like, to be honest, because I'm listening and I hear this. I have. I got a brother. I got cousins. Like I'm Trump tight with dudes in mm. general. So when I hear y'all talk about the struggles y'all have, do y'all ever? Because I feel like majority of women, well, I'll speak for myself because last time I spoke for the majority, or okay. I said in general, I speak got Speak for yourself. <laughs> I appreciate But that. I will say, me personally, like, I get all that shit. And that's why it ain't never no beef between me and the black man specific. Right. Mm-hmm. I ain't never felt messed with nobody outside of black men. So I have a love for a black black men. Right. But is there ever a point in time where y'all ever think that we struggle with some of the same shit y'all struggle with? Oh, we do. Yeah. What? Oh, absolutely. Like, uh, uh, let's, we what? can just go back to everything he was talking about. 
which I don't remember everything, but I know it was about a struggle. When y'all come home, y'all don't want to have to fight the outside world. Mm-hmm. Right. When we come home, we don't want to have to fight the outside world. And not saying anybody has it worse or better than the other person, but real, sh- real shit, think about this. Y'all, let's say you work a 12-hour shift. Right. You come home, if you got a good woman, whatever that means to you, uh-huh. your work typically stops when you come home. If she's a good one, really? you came home to, I'm I saying, know. if she's a good one, you're typically going to come home to a clean, comfortable home. Mm. Your drawers <laughs> is going to be clean. Hey, I come home with that, so I'm not going to say, yeah, I do. You're going to have food right. on the table. 19 years. You're right. going to have food on the table. Nope. Your children are going to be taken care of. All right. of that is going to be provided to you by your woman. Mm-hmm. However, just beca- when I get home as a woman after working a 12-hour shift, we both work 12-hour shifts, yeah, but guess definitely. what? I got to still work. Your ass is sitting, and, and this is not to say that y'all don't do anything, mm-hmm. but you get to prop your feet up on the goddamn couch. Right. I'm going to make you this full course meal. Wow. I'm going to babe the children, put them right. to bed. I'm, there's a lot of struggle and a lot of pressure that's mm-hmm. put on women yeah. in nice. general. So black women, too, mm-hmm. because we do go to these corporate jobs, and it's disproportionate in right. our pay, the way that we're treated. Right. We can walk outside, and this white bitch is petting our goddamn hair like we dogs. Right. It's a mm-hmm. whole bunch of stuff. Our men yeah. in general... Bucking up on us, mm. like we ain't gonna do nothing. Now I gotta pull out my, okay, right. you know. But, that, but I'm saying, then we get home, and my man got home before me, but he he couldn't wash the dishes. He yeah. couldn't he couldn't take the damn meat out in time for it to be defrosted. So at least, like we all have the same struggles, and if we all if we all could really just come together and like have real conversations about those struggles and understand that shit, I feel like honestly. It might not even matter that you lied. But here's the thing that we don't have to, that we don't understand when it um, comes down to that. Is that when it, that type of situation, we don't expect you guys, real men, don't mm-hmm. expect you guys to be able to make sure all that shit is done if you're working 12 hours like we are. Right, so, so that's like saying? how you said so, real men don't so, expect X, Y, and Z. A lot of real women, you got two real-ass women sitting on your panel right now. A, a lot of stuff that's been stated, real-ass women don't necessarily expect but here's that the, either. Real-ass women I, are still going to protect you and but, they're still going to be we're there talking about We're talking about what you per- show us. Right, real-ass women same. don't expect that. Same though. I get it, but when it comes down to it, is that women that are professional, okay. women that move in a certain way, women that are guided by their masculine energy, okay. when they come home, we don't see that. That same energy comes to us. So when you say we're too, when you when we say you're too critical, is because, nigga, I wouldn't move that way if I was you. If I was a man, I would do that. That's how you present that to us. That's what we look at when we see that. So are you saying I, that some women... Hmm. A lot I of just women, think we're talking way too much in generalizations. Like, of course we, we are. And, and we are because, that's all we can do. Because though. I know for me personally, I don't expect that. And you you know, sh- like, if you're not married, you shouldn't be expected that. Like right. seriously, you're talk a lot of people when we talk about relationships, we talk about stuff that should be a marriage. And if you're in a marriage with a man and he don't recognize your struggle, he doesn't recognize my baby working twelve hours, she take care of the yeah. kids, let me be there for her. Then but, yo, when you talk when you talk about dating aspect, it shouldn't be that expectation. No, yo, yo, it yo, should yo, be, yo, it should be yo, just yo, a let's union. Ba- let's back up from it though, because we have to look at it as that. If my baby's working 12 hours and we're married, I'm not working 12 hours because we have a household. We base our schedule based on 
how our work schedules are mm -hmm. when we're married. But if we're dating, that's a different aspect. If we're not even together and we're just friends with benefits, that's a different aspect. Right. When do we allow ourselves to be like, when it comes down to men lie, when it comes down to women are too overcritical, when do we be able to define ourselves to the point to where it's like, okay, I'm moving in a certain dynamic based on our situation, not based on what it is. You know, something just clicked to me. Like, you can, here's where you can tie the two things together okay. as far as men, men lie, women being too critical, right? Right. I could sum it up from my perspective in one word communication. Mm. <laughs> Mm. Right? Transparency. Communication. Transparency. Tran with transparency is ties into that. Communication, yeah. You have to create an environment, both men and women, you have to create an environment where both parties feel that they can talk to you about anything. Right. And I think that's the most difficult thing. Sometimes I, I can, and I can speak for me as a man, sometimes when I'm dealing with my woman, you know, I think a lot of times for us men, we have a tendency because we want to please our women and that's uh, just our makeup, exactly. that we become cowards to tell her the truth. Exactly. That is, that is the truth. Exactly. You know, we're cowards. We could be out in the street. If another nigga say something to me, we, we all there, you know, all in. We tell them what we feel. But when we get home, you know, then that turns off and we, we are just scared to tell our woman the truth because of, of what we may lose. However... So how can we make it more comfortable? For because our, our now here's where, here's where, from a man's perspective, where women have to start taking accountability. Come on now. Right? You can't bash the man for everything that you see that he doesn't do. Mm. Because what you're doing is training him. You're training his mind. Right? You're training him to see you in such a way where he can't bring anything negative to you. Mm. Okay? Because that's going to be the response. In turn, it puts him in a position where he feels, and I'm just saying this in a general sense, some men are just going to lie anyway, mm -hmm. right? But you, what you do is sometimes you could put the man in a position where he feels like he can't come to you and tell you the there truth. There we go. Because he sees the, the, what you've trained him to see in his head right. is chaos. Mm. If he comes to you and tells you, listen, honey, I... I made a huge mistake. Just out of the you fear, know? he's just out of the fear of how you're going to respond to it. How you're going to react so to it. So where does that initial fear come from? It becomes. It becomes. No, where a, does it come from? What are we doing to even give y'all that initial fear? Because that's what he said first. He pre said previous actions. If I see, here's the thing. If I'm a man, I see certain things set you off. I'm not gonna bring other things to you because I'm afraid it's gonna be worse off the 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 right. the, the little shit that set you off. Okay, so to me that's lying. That's uh, what, what's it could lying? Be. No, no. To me, you know what? And she's she's so completely correct. <laughs> she's and I always have to have correct. this conversation she's with right. a man, right? To so, her, that's lying, and mm -hmm. she's right about that. To you, me, hold on. Let me just explain ahead, what my line is, right? So to me, lying is withholding information given the opportunity to present it. Right. Um, I always have this go-to, right? So my go-to is Players Club. Mm. If we're sitting down watching Players Club and you make the comment, I hate strippers, 
and I used to be a stripper. Right. That was my opportunity to wiggle something in there to tell you, hey, hold on. Why do you hate strippers? Or do you no. say, no, I used I, to be a stripper. I used to be <laughs> no. a stripper, yeah. Oh. That's my opportunity to come clean right in an easy opportunity. How about you ask him why did he hate strippers? I don't need to know that. Why not? I don't need to know that. Because the comment was that. Listen, we have to stop trying to change people's minds about what they said. It's not about it's changing. Not no, 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 no. Listen to me. Go ahead. It may not be a deal breaker for him, but he said he doesn't like strippers. Right. That's all I need to know. I don't need to go down the childhood memory of why you don't like strippers. This woman that's there. But you told him you right, used to be a I, stripper. I completely disagree but with for, that. But you told that, him you used to be a stripper. On, hold on. On that particular subject, see, he may disagree because it's more important to him. For me, we're talking about strippers. Mm. That's nothing for me. Like, I don't put that much stake and value into strippers as apparently he might in this conversation. Plus, so you're not his therapist. Yeah, but you have to see things from both sides, though. Right. It can't be, it's not important to me, so it's not important. No, I do see it from both sides, but my mm-hmm. whole point is really just saying I'm being honest about the situation from John. Mm-hmm. That's my approach to it. Your mm-hmm. approach would be let's talk about it. Let's find out why he doesn't like it. No. But, but what you're saying is it it doesn't it doesn't matter why, you know so, it doesn't matter why to who. So because you may find out something and in, in saying it just ask him. No, so, but she still got told she was a stripper you, regardless. You, you, you <laughs> might. <laughs> so it doesn't even matter explaining it. You Thank have you, to. Casanova. So, yeah. It's supposed it's, to be in the conversation. Yeah. No, I, get, I get what she's saying. I mean, though, because she's at right. the end of the day, you I was a stripper him. regardless. Exactly. So, whatever. But I get what y'all then have the conversation because I'm very much so. I want to know your past trauma. Right. I want to well, know. I, what I, I need to tell you. All I'm saying <laughs> is, it may good. It may be just good to know no, yeah. because he yeah. may bring up something. I'm not that saying that may... that's not valid, right? All uh-huh. I'm saying is, from my standpoint, I'm just trying to tell you the truth. Hold mm-hmm. on. Okay. You know, no, as I'm soon as you. you said it, I was like, oh. So you say so I used to be a stripper. But, 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 now but we'll probably talk about why you don't like Did strippers. Did you used to be a stripper? But, but here's no. that made the oh, force you to lie yeah. then, because if he goes too deep, it's <laughs> a crazy. I swear, people, I have so never been a stripper. Is, listen, ever why why have you not? Why have you not been a stripper? I want to be. Wow, bro. I think that's a little bit too far. Ain't that type of show? Ain't that type of show, man? I've never known that. And I said not. She's just using it, man. Here's my thing. If I if I am sitting with you, and we're having this conversation. I say, yeah, I don't like strippers. I want you to ask me why I don't like strippers if that created a thought in your mind. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. If if you've never been a stripper and stripping never bothered you or you don't then give a shit about it, then it wouldn't be a question. But <laughs> if I'm sitting here saying I don't like strippers and you have a comment behind that, the only comment I would personally have is if I was a stripper. Right. Yeah. I would have taken that opportunity to say, okay, well, I used I to strip, stripper, so. but let's dive into but this. But why would you take why that you opportunity? Because that's instead of, instead, of, instead of just sitting here saying, yo, what's your problem with strippers? <laughs> Find out first. Because okay, I'm still so, a stripper. So I think sorry, you not still, still a stripper. want her to tell you, right? Why? You, but, <laughs> why would I want her to tell me she why, was a stripper? Because you're just telling me you hate strippers. That's, that's, that's not that's, my problem. You're not stripping now. That's like saying you have a phobia of clowns and you know, your job is a clown. Don't explain it to me. You need to tell me you're a clown. So men would want to know your men would want to know your body count, but they don't want to know that you was a stripper. Men do not want to know your body count. No, stop, stop, stop. We're going to put this out here. 
I've never asked a woman about body count. There is no man. I've never asked a There is no man on this earth that really want to know your body count. So if she told you? Why? Why they ask? If she's talking about transparency, you know why they ask. Y'all are just having a I don't know. Maybe being married, man, I see things. But you know why they ask. I don't know. I don't know. Have you ever asked about body count? Yes. Why did you ask? Maybe I see things a lot different being married for so long. Please do. Because at the end, this this is all men. I don't care who are dominant creatures. Mm -hmm. Men are always dominant. Mm. And we want to make sure the woman that we're going to spend the rest of our life with, I'm not talking about chick we bang, we're dating, we kick it with. I'm talking about I'm in love with this woman. In my mind as a man, there is some ignorance when it comes to domination with a man. And we want to know that for the rest of our lives that we spend together, that, you know, that's something a woman should lie to us about. <laughs> because we want to know for the rest of our lives. We that, don't want to know that, the truth. Yo, I had, All I, had, I, want I to had know. Big, big Dick Johnny. We, I just want to know, know if I was the, the biggest I just and the best. Exactly. That's all I exactly. want to know. So I'm going to ask, and as a woman, you should say, baby, you are the best. And keep that we lie to you. We do to, not to want well, to know. If she's been know. with 30, you only want to know that she's been with 30. No, 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 no. Are you wanting to know the truth? I want to know the truth because, see, the worst thing for a man is to be somewhere and be confident in his woman. And if somebody comes and says something to you. And then you didn't know. We do not That's why. want to know But you the know what? Truth. That's why just, a man wants to know. I did just recently hit, like read a post and I'll oh, just I was say, it, it pretty much was like, it's kind of like a Carfax. Like if you buy yeah. a car, you want to know the accidents that it's been in. It shows the value of the car. And a man always some, wants to know. Some men look at women. The only as, reason men want to know is if your body count beats ours. Period. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. I got to disagree on that. You don't, have to, you don't have to agree. You don't have to I disagree. I don't agree with that. I don't a, agree with that If a all. woman tell you, I only have five dudes in my life, they're not going to believe it. I don't give a Who, shit. Who's, who's not going to believe it? Gonna believe Nobody's going to believe it. Why not? Really? Why wouldn't you believe your woman? I only have five men in my life. <laughs> Come on now. Here's the thing is. I mean, if you know your woman, then you would know she's lying. Here's the thing. woman's a freak. She's about, I had two guys before you. And she's 35. Unless she was married for 20 years. Unless she was married for 20 years. And she's throwing it back on you. And she's been single for 12 years. Come on now. She's lying. She lost her virginity at 14. Exactly. But she only had two guys and you're 35. I love the energy behind it. But the truth is, men does not really want to know your body count. But you're hearing two other men. It doesn't matter. We don't want to know. The true yeah, body I count because I honestly, you got know. a man Honest, that said he want to know, well, and then you got a man who said he don't agree with what you said. Here's, here's my so thing. I don't know. Here's my Your thing. statistics okay. might be off. All right, well, that's that's his, that's his personal and his circle. You. Let's do it like this. Let's do it like this. Let's say <laughs> a man. Let's say a man has fifteen bodies, right? Let's say a man has fifteen bodies under his belt. That's a minimum. Let's say a man has fifteen bodies under his belt. That's low. Women don't That's care. real shit. That's we don't care. Women don't care. No. Women don't, don't care. care. We care about what's but the last time man, you got But let you tell a man you had 20 bodies on and he his cares. 15. Oh, he ain't fucking with you. He cares. He cares. Because especially men don't want to know. Ask my wife. So what, I, what I said, I say this Standards for a fact. Men don't want to know the truth. They want to know what you tell them. Period. That's it. But, but, we don't matter. Well, if you lie, well, women want to know that, the truth. But if you lie, you better make sure that man never we, finds out. It better be some dudes in college. We don't want to hear it. That's what I wanted to hear. We don't want to hear it. Well, let me say this. I wanted to hear a low number. 
women, we want to know the truth of whatever the fuck we're asking you, even if we don't like it. Of course so you please do. please don't use but that. The but except the except but if I'm fat. But sometimes y'all get turned on by a high body count. This is, no, this we care. Get turned on better by say, baby, I like that thickness. But this is the issue. The issue is... Yes and no. You're right. This is the issue. This is the issue. Women want to hear your truth when their truth does not jeopardize what they think about you. No. Stop. No. Stop. Because well, I put it like me. this. I'm going to put it like I'm going to be I'm going to I'm going to ask for you. Ray, I'm going to ask for you. You meet a man, right? Mm -hmm. Energy's right. Conversation's right. Mm -hmm. Sexual appeal is right. Mm -hmm. And you guys get into this conversation. How many bodies you have? You tell him five. He tell you 500. How you feel? I'm be like, holy fucking shit. Exactly. But that dick, but that dick is real because she's like, right. I understand. I'm going to be like, where, <laughs> where, where the fuck I understand. She ain't had the dick yet. If the dick was, if the dick was, hold on, dick if the dick was wax, she's going to be like, how? allow me to answer the question? Because I said, I'm going to be like, holy guacamole, bitch. But I'm going to ask. If that dick was wax, you'll be like, how? When's the last time you got tested? Let me see your motherfucking results. Yeah, they're going to ask that. A thousand percent. Using rubber. <laughs> because if, if that I dick walk, is good, you're going to be like, I, I get it, baby. D, I'm going to get it. But if his dick was whack and small, you're going to be like, nigga, yeah. you know you and lying. Or, Yo. And or, depending on the nigga, I might look at him and be like, nigga, ain't no way in fucking Exactly. But see, but see, then we're going to go back to I don't got no problem telling you. We're going to go back. We're going to go back. We're going to go back to the men lie all the time. Women lie all the time, too. Because she just said, she just said she's okay with it if the test and all the background and all that shit I didn't comes say in. Necessarily that I'm okay with uh, it. it. No, 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 no. She just want to make sure you clean. Like, ah, oh, you had them chicks. Okay, no, he comes down sure and clean. What I'm saying is that that particular conversation is not necessarily going to deter me from a pursuit. Okay. However, we're still gonna. Ha the vibe is what's going to determine. The vibe is good though. The vibe is good. okay. Still even right. though you know even, his body even count. Age so don't have no, a vibe. Listen, listen cause the vibe. The vibe can be good while we at the goddamn bar having drinks. I ain't say I, that. No. I nope, didn't say that. But I'm going to say what it. Did I put the, the vibe could be good. What's the scenario, though? The vibe can be, you say you meet a guy. Right. The You, you guys are vibing. Right. How long are we vibing? No, that's because not listen, what I said. No, listen, that's no. You sound just like him. That's listen, not what I said. Okay, so well, let me just put it in perspective. Go okay, ahead. since you said she said. There we go. Um, okay, so let's just say in this scenario, we mm. all sitting together and we vibing mm. in this fucking scenario. <laughs> in and this then scenario. We, and then we exchange numbers. Right. So in this scenario, you say, "Yeah, I got a body count of 500." At this point, I'm not necessarily turned off. I ain't gonna but, tell you that but, at the beginning. But, okay, but now. I mean, you didn't say when he was gonna. That's tell a later either. conversation. Well, you do. You, you want say, some tell but you That's a later conversation. Just specify. <laughs> let me finish my scenario. Okay. So then we exchange numbers. We exchange numbers because right. we we had a podcast. So you you talking about the shit? All right. right. We exchange numbers. Vibe is good. But that first conversation might be some bullshit. And okay. I'm like, I don't even want to talk to him right. no more. So, so, so in, in, in my scenario that I was speaking on, okay. you met somebody. You guys are vibing for a minute. The mm -hmm. conversation's good. Mm -hmm. The energy's good. The connection is good. Doesn't matter. Uh, listen, he four? chimed in. Listen, he chimed four? in. So the time frame. Is good. Listen, uh, there's another show coming on the radio station, so <laughs> listen, I got. I'm, I'm, I'm not mad. I'm not mad at you it. You did listen, interject though. Listen, you took listen. like 15 minutes of our time. He did. So we have to have a part four. Listen, we gonna I do. I think the audience would I, agree. I want to do another one of these. Like I want to stop here with this panel. But I like us. I can do it. I can do okay, this cool. panel. <laughs> but I want to do another one of these. Uh -huh. um, next month, I am. Uh, next week is Labor Day, so we. Will 
won't be here. But the week after that, we're gonna do. We're gonna bring in a married couple that work together. Mm-hmm. A couple married couples that work together, and we're gonna discuss the dynamics of working with your spouse and the pros and cons on that. But I do. I will want to bring you guys back. Um, we can come back and we can finish the discussion. Um, just let the people know right now where they can find you. Come on, tell them where they can find you. Well, you can find me on Instagram. There we go. <laughs> at the real Ray J. It is spelled T H E R E A L. Wait, the real. Okay, R A I the letter J because Ray J is like a real celebrity and I couldn't put R A Y. You could do it. There we <laughs> go. I had to put an I even though there's not an I in my name. Terry. But yeah. What's up? <coughs> catering. If they so, want to book so your catering. So you're the fake one. When they want to book your catering, let me know it. what you want to do. <laughs> okay, buy it. so for it. catering uh, information, go to, on Instagram, at A-E Catering, F-L, A-E-C-A-T, as in Tom, E-R-I-N-G, F-L. That's way a lot. Here we That's go. a lot. A-E Catering. Uh, <laughs> on catering. Facebook, it's Affordable Elegance Catering. Um, but listen, I need y'all to follow this new page. Mm. All right. It is going to be the T H E underscore acquired mm. underscore taste. Mm. All right. That is the name of a blog. It is also the name of a podcast coming to you Let's soon. Go. All right. September 7th, Wednesdays go. at 6 p.m. I, I will like be that. debuting on Culture. I like that. <laughs> Casanova. <laughs> I ain't bringing cute. Terry back no more. <laughs> <laughs> Super Classic. excited. Classic. Let the people know where they can find you, bro. And uh, what you got coming up very soon, because you got a lot of projects in the building right now. Yes. So everybody asking me for my body count. Anyway. No judgment zone over here. Right, at all. Um, so it's uh, Classic, the producer, K-L-A-S-I-Q. The producer. Um, you could also find me on my nail page because I do nails as well. Um, it's K L A S I Q Nails. So you can find me there. Those are basically the two main pages that you need to find everything you need to find out about me. So we'll st- we'll, we'll go with that. Yo, listen, I'm going to do a part four of this because I wasn't expecting for this conversation to go longer. We only went through two points. So I appreciate my guests coming in. Um, ne- again, next week we're going to talk about married couples working together. Um, I'm going to get with Casanova. We're going to do a part four of this. So stay tuned, y'all. Appreciate you guys coming out, man. Thank you. Thanks Have a good night. Bye. Bye.